Hello, welcome to another episode of Block Talk. My name is Mike Walker, and today I am here with David Havera with GE Aviation Digital. Welcome, David. Hey, Mike. Glad to be here. Awesome. So today we're going to be talking about blockchain and more specifically around how blockchain is used to really enable these digital ecosystems where we're going to take our businesses to this next wave of evolution. Yep. And so it'd be good to understand for, for GE, you know, how did you guys come to this revelation that, you know, blockchain is going to be one of these key technologies to help propel that journey? Yeah, we've been studying blockchain for, I would say, the past five years, and we've really identified early on that it is going to require and enable a whole wave of collaboration that hasn't been enabled before. And when we talk about Industry 4.0, we have things like HoloLens, IoT, AI, and we see blockchain as the thread connecting all those together. So we're currently in the age of big data, and we really understand the value of data and what it's worth. But being able to unlock that data, there's a lot of gaps. And yeah. yep. So 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 real quick. So when when you talk about Industry 4.0, 4 yeah. some folks might not be uh, familiar with that term. Yep. So what is Industry 4.0? Yeah, I would just say it's kind of the, the next wave of evolution in that's going to bring the manufacturing businesses to a whole new wave of, of productivity. And it's based on uh, technology getting you there. So things like 5G um, enabling uh, IoT devices to communicate anywhere in the world together, and then also enabling uh, data to be shared and, and streamed. And then you have things, like I mentioned before, like HoloLens, where you can actually train mechanics um, in a 3D version of an aircraft engine, um, rather than having them physically go in the plant, they can do that anywhere in the world. So it's pretty pretty interesting how we're weaving technology into things we do every day. Now that's really cool, and yeah. you know I can definitely see how you might want to use a technology like blockchain yeah. to essentially master this data. Yeah, you know, use it as a tool to make sure that when you are creating these digital twins yeah. of an engine, of a yeah. person, of you know pieces of a plane. Um, that you have really, really good data. Yeah. And if you want to do all this great predictive analytics, well, you need great data to be yeah. able to do that. Yeah. Right. Um, and so for you guys, and you know, building out these models, um, what do you think some of the key market challenges uh, were that really propelled you down the, this path? Yeah. No, I'll actually give you a really tangible example of what we see in our industry. Um, take something as simple as um, an aircraft, an airplane, when it's in the secondary market and a lessor is trying to sell it to another lessor, um, the value of that asset of that aircraft is actually derived from the documentation. Right. And the documentation is often in forklifts um, loading these pallets of data onto the aircraft in order to... So wait a to, second. Yep. Pallets of data. Yep. So of paper. Of paper. Yes. So they will deliver a whole set of paper to yep. be inspected. Yep. To sell a to sell a plane. Yeah. And it, it's it's just crazy. If I was the one who is in charge of selling this aircraft and and or buying it and I had to open all this shrinked wrap pallets of paper and do my due diligence, it would be it'd be pretty scary and overwhelming. So yeah, so we really see that you know blockchain can enable um, connect those gaps between all the participants in the value stream. Because you think about a pallet of paper, it's basically 
uh, people, you know, maintenance records, it's um, birth certificates, it's flight history. All those parties are sending that information in a paper format to the seller, and it's the seller's responsibility to give that to the buyer. And the seller doesn't know what to do with it, so they just put it on a pallet, create it up, and then they they try to make a sale with it. So wow. we need a way to organize that, and um, that's where you know one of the key capabilities we're looking at from a blockchain perspective. So. In simple terms, if if I went to an auto dealership yeah. and I wanted to buy a used vehicle, yeah, uh, today I would just get a simple Carfax report, yeah, right, uh, and I would understand all the things that were done yeah. to that vehicle. Um, but in this case, with a plane, it sounds like that Carfax report would be very large. Yeah, um, I need might. A forklift. You would need a forklift. Yep. Um, you've got a certain level of risk that. Hey, you might you can't physically in a certain amount of time be able to go through and validate all this information yeah. that the quality of the data is correct. Exactly. And also things like fraud and all these other things that yeah. may occur. And so it's interesting that now introduce blockchain that's able to not only provide a way to connect the data, yeah, but also it's providing things like you know, digital signatures that yeah. I know the actual individuals or the device that has said that, yes, this is what happened yeah. to this airplane yeah. or a particular part within the airplane. Yeah. That's really fascinating. Yeah. I mean, kind of take how we're approaching that problem today is we are, our product team is, has a, a product called Air Vault. And basically the job of, of that product is to take that pallet of paper, to digitize it, to scan it in, to put it on the cloud. Now, you still have a problem there because you still have a, a pallet of data that's basically unorganized in the cloud and you need to figure out a way to organize it. So most likely what you would do is you'd go through and you'd organize it by like maintenance request, flight history, um, birth certificates, and et cetera. But then you also want to know that those documents haven't been altered. So what you'd have to do is you'd have to go through and then you would actually, like you mentioned, you'd have a governing body, an authoritative source, notarize those documents, those batch of documents, so that you know that they were an unaltered state and the blockchain's perfect for that. Now, kind of going forward, what the blockchain allows you to do is it allows you to do a reference back to the certified documents in the form of a hash, and then you can tie that into transactions going forward. So really the ability for blockchain to notarize and then reference that data and tied into future transactions is it's really a game changer and it's it's should make these transactions a lot better yeah no and and it sounds like it's not just going to be blockchain yeah. that's going to be in the mix here yeah and so if we think about this from a you know a digital supply chain perspective yeah. you know uh you know obviously a picture is worth a thousand words here yeah. But, you know, it's interesting to think of it more in this way that, you know, we're going to be dealing with a ecosystem of not only business transactions, but also different technologies that are going to enable that. Yeah. And at the center of this is what you'd mentioned earlier around this industry 4.0 paradigm, yeah. which essentially is a digitization type of approach yeah. and strategy to manage your physical assets. Yeah. And, you know, folks have to think through when they're looking at their existing supply chains, whether it's aviation or or other types of supply chains, is that, you know, you're going to not only need really great data, 
and connection of data, but also really great ways to visualize that data. Yeah. And so you guys are doing interesting things around uh, virtual reality and augmented reality. Yeah. You know, what are some of the things that you see, you know, high potential connecting blockchain to those types of solutions? Yeah, I mean, early on, it was kind of fascinating as we started researching blockchain five years ago, we were trying to build a platform as well to support it. And we just weren't good at it. I mean, we're good at helping our customers solve problems, but building a system and able to, to build off of and scale, we struggled. And then joining Microsoft and using Azure as a platform and an ecosystem has really enabled us in, in many ways. I mean, the blockchain is just a piece kind of the heart of the data organization. But what you want to do is plug off of that. You want apps to view and interact with the data. You want to get that data out post-process from the chain, store it on a uh, traditional database off-chain, and then give your data scientists a chance to, to mine that data. You also want to visualize it for management reports. So um, Power BI is a great tool for that right. as well. So I think having an ecosystem and then using blockchain as the foundational step to get that data integrity, it's really key. Otherwise, you're not going to use the full value of actually for the first time in a lot of, you know, industry 4.0 and industry history, having good integrity of your data, you want to be able to build the right applications to drive the right decisions and behaviors. Right. So. And so, you know, in your aviation supply chain, there's, yeah. you know, approximately, you know, 21,000 independent data points. Yeah. That's a lot. Yep. And, you know, do you, when you look at blockchain as a technology, do you envision that there is one blockchain to rule them all? Or do you think that there's a, a different strategy here? Yeah, no, I don't I don't think that there's ever going to be one blockchain to rule them all. I think that, you know, today we kind of see leaders, different leaders. Um, you have three major between Ethereum, um, Corda and Hyperledger. I kind of view those all to a degree as emerging. Um, they all have really good adoption in different areas. But I think eventually kind of blockchain will converge and those technologies will come together just kind of how the internet did and you will just have blockchain in the background and it's mm -hmm. not going to be all these debates on what ledger it's just going to work as a scaffolding bring your data integrity together and its features will be there yeah so and you know so that's from a ledger perspective yeah. now what about from like a business transaction perspective yeah. when you're when you're creating these ecosystems and maybe you have GE creates one maybe the FAA creates one yeah uh, do you see kind of a cross uh, chain type of strategy uh, in this type of ecosystem? Yeah, I mean, certainly I would say what we're going to want to have for the this to be successful in the aviation industry is collaboration across all the different channels um, in aviation. So we want the regulatory bodies involved absolutely with the FAA. It's actually going to make their job easier. They don't have to audit pallets paper, right? right? So, and then we also want to work with solutions, not just on the engine, like the example I gave earlier was on the aircraft. We believe, although we sell aircraft engines, we want to work on the entire aircraft for solutions and yeah. be able to help the entire, you know, the lessors, the MROs, the OEMs all work together seamlessly because it's an industry-wide problem regardless of where you're at on the aircraft. Yeah, and um, what's interesting is, you know, we've, you know, piloted several types of uh, use cases here. Yeah. One of which that we've we've talked about uh, earlier around uh, reconciliation yeah. of, of rebates on yeah. aviation parts. Yeah. You know, that seems like a real quick, easy type yeah. of solution that's, you know, solving big problems. Can you maybe walk us a little bit through, you yeah. know, what challenges is that solving just using blockchain in that way? 
Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think this is one where we, we studied kind of the playbook with Microsoft and the reconciliations you guys did with royalties um, on the Xbox. And we found a lot of the same problems where if you're a customer of ours and you bought a certain amount of product and you're in a volume rebate, um, it came down to the very essence of what blockchain can do where you have a single source of data. Because we always had this discrepancy where customer would say they bought this amount, GE would say they sold this amount, and then 95% would match, but that 5% would hold up a payment for a year or, or, right. or more. And it, you just got to enable um, kind of ways to settle that 95%. And then you work the contract and you work, and you're, you work your process improvement around that 5% and figure out how to go away. So blockchain allows you to settle by transaction and to settle that 95% so that you can get mostly whole and then you process improve the other 5% to get down. We, we see that not just in the volume rebates, but we also see that with accounts receivable and accounts payable. Because again, it's matching up with our vendors and our customers with uh, cash settlement, it's another big optimization area for us. So what I'm hearing you say really yeah. is wherever you have situations where you're doing any sort of reconciliation, yeah. uh, that is you know, human labor intensive, you're getting multiple data feeds, you know, this is a really good solution, yeah. uh, an easy solution to use blockchain in that particular context. Yeah, I mean, because in the past, we were always emailing files back and forth with customers or suppliers and the true benefit of blockchain is it gives you both a version of truth that you both parties can see, but not just see, but action, right? Because I can action an email uh, Excel file on my computer, but then I got to email it back. If you can actually action that data, that true source of data, and then the other party can see what you're taking on it real time, then that really enables you to ability to take a leap forward. So, yeah. yep. And that's enabled you to be more compliant with your suppliers. Yeah. Yep. Um, what are some of the numbers around what you've been able to free up as far as cash? Yeah, with MTU, the use case around volume rebates is around $10 million in cash. Wow. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. And that was that was fairly straightforward to do, right? I yeah. Mean, how long did it take you to build that? Yeah, I mean, that one was kind of a foundational vanilla use case, but we spent a lot of time studying with the customer. I would say that after kind of cutting our teeth on that, it would be weeks, you know, that we could get something implemented today. And really what I would say is a lot of the blockchain, the heavy lifting is we kind of separate the technological implementation from the change management piece. So really the most of the heavy lifting is around how do we operationally improve the process so right. that the blockchain solution is implemented around a sustainable, optimized process. So, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, listen, David, thanks so much for swinging by. Yeah, no problem. Now, this is a two-part series, so we're going to be talking to David again. Uh, but uh, for this episode, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time.